Welcome to my den. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about a concept every CEO, HR executive, and business owner needs to know if you want to hire Gen Z, and specifically if you want the best and brightest talent from Gen Z. Now, this concept is called the narcissist story. And here's the reason we're talking about it. When you hire Gen Z, you're no longer hiring just an employee. You're actually hiring a brand. And what we're going to talk about today is what this means for you as a business owner, an HR executive, a CEO. No matter your role, you need to know this when it comes to Gen Z so you can find the best talent and also retain us and know how we think. I'm going to be reading today's excerpt from my book, A Leader's Guide to Unlocking Gen Z, which came out, I can't believe it, it's been over a year ago that, that the book has been out now. If you haven't checked this, this book out yet, you can find it on Amazon, A Leader's Guide to Unlocking Gen Z. And I wrote it from my perspective as a Gen Zer. We break down 30 concepts that you need to know to be able to unlock the potential of your Gen Z talent. We go from attract, recruit, to retain and engage. So it's four sections. And the, the people who have read this book, the, the leaders who are using these tips, tell me all the time, Hannah, this was the key to building better conversations with my Gen Zers. We've been able to find amazing talent, just switching our marketing up because of the concepts you described in the book. So anyway, I'm so grateful to see you all taking these concepts and using them in your companies to, to find awesome Gen Zers. All right, let's get into the episode without any further ado. So buckle up your seats or your time machines if you're cool like that and join me in my living room for this conversation. You're listening to Native Digital, Native Analog, the show where we unpack the collisions and commonalities between my generation and yours. I believe that if you don't have a Native Digital on your board of directors, your leadership team, or at least one you pay to pester you like a fly in your ear, your business won't survive. Let's change that today. This morning, I was sipping a piping cup of chamomile tea, and I started by scrolling through this very intriguing Slack community that I just came across. It's called Gen Z VCs. Yeah, you, you just heard that correctly. So it's a community of over 17,000 Gen Zers. So this is people, as we talk about, between the ages of 12 and 26 who are already venture capitalists, founders, and angels. The community is basically this, this space where all these founders, angels, and VCs are coming together to you know, attend events together and ma mainly create their own pathways in venture capital, which, as we all know, was something that years ago you only got into if you had a lot of money first, and then you were able to start investing in other companies. Well, Gen Z is completely, completely flipping this on its head. 
this is just one example of where Gen Zers are paving their own way. They're creating their own identity, really carving that out and living the digital American dream. But here's where the narcissist story comes in, and I'll start reading from my book here in a second. Gen Z, since we were kids, have had personal brands. If you think about it, this can happen consciously or subconsciously. We've already had our own brand or what we call the narcissist story by the time that you hire us. So this presents a really big challenge for employers who don't recognize that Gen Z is not just an employee, we're actually a brand. So whether it's on Instagram, TikTok, a Slack community, or a Discord channel that we founded, Gen Zers have an identity. And when we're looking for a job, we're actually considering how well does that company align with the brand we want to portray to the people who matter to us, whether it's our followers, our close community, or our Reddit channels, literally any digital space that we're in, we're asking if the company we're working for aligns with those people and, the, and basically the image we want to portray. So let me start reading from this chapter. It's actually the first chapter of my book. And I put it at the beginning because this critical understanding of the narcissist story is absolutely powerful. When you look at every other concept of a Gen Zer's life, the way we live, the way we work, think, and play. All right, so let's, let's take a look at this. So we always say, right, that human beings are continually on a quest for a meaningful life. And Gen Z is no exception. In fact, finding purpose and meaning in not only our personal life, but also our work identity is super, super important. And as we talk about attracting Gen Z, let's think like a CMO would about how we can meet Gen Z where they are and speak to what Gen Z is seeking in the workplace. So this is where we get into the narcissist story. So first, let's define what this narcissist story is. Define it as the reputation of a person amplified by their interests, activities, and the associations by which they want to be defined. In other words, the narcissist story is the choices that a Gen Zer is making based on how they want to be portrayed to their followers by their interests, activities, and the associations that they have with their identity. So, in other words, if you look at Gen Z's choices, whether it's our social media presence, our fashion choices, or activities that we participate in, we're building those, whether it's subconsciously or consciously, around how we want to be portrayed. And so many parents and leaders don't recognize this. Now, I'm not saying here that most Gen Zers are out there saying, you know, I am building a personal brand for myself, a, pers a narcissist story, and I want you to think XYZ about me, and here is exactly why. A lot of Gen Zers do this subconsciously. So, for example, it's too easy to create a personal brand through Instagram filters or through TikTok filters these days. And so, while some Gen Zers have formalized their brands, others have created them based on personal preferences and they may not even know how they're being perceived. So to bring some context to this, if you have kids 
who use, say, the summer filter on Snapchat, or it always looks like they're in a haze when you see their pictures or their videos on Instagram, they're consciously choosing to use these color filters that really show a bit more of their personality or how they want to be portrayed. Of course, the same thing can go for if they're, you know, using filters that cover up blemishes or or defects or make them look skinnier or whatever the case might be. Um, Every Gen Zer chooses to use things like filters differently. So when you hire Gen Z, here's the sort of uh, key, key point here. You're no longer hiring just an employee. You're hiring that brand, someone with a brand and a reputation. Even if they don't have a million followers, you're still hiring someone with a perceived identity and reputation. And it's your job to be part of their narcissist story, not the other way around. Or if you don't do that, you're risking not being able to hire Gen Z. So it's a choice. But I'll say that again. It's your job as an employer to identify ways to be part of your target Gen Zers narcissist story, not the other way around. To understand exactly how integral the concept of narcissist story is to Gen Z, let's step back and take a look at generational history. So those of you from the boomer generation probably remember the expectation from your parents to attend college, get a solid job with a great company, and pay your dues as you move through the ranks. With an awaiting pension plan and stability, it didn't make sense to leave the company you'd been with for many years. So then you have the Gen X children who came along and questioned the necessity of the traditional college path. But their parents had saved diligently for many years and assured, uh, you know, assured their kids that no one would take them seriously without a bachelor's degree. So you can imagine the resistance that millennial faced from their boomer parents when they wondered if a college degree was worthwhile. And, uh, and, and, and if you're a boomer parent, I, you may identify with what many boomer households were saying at the time. They were prepared to send their millennial children to school no matter the cost. A different conversation has occurred with Gen Z. Gen X parents are watching their children start online businesses and take internships during high school, essentially creating alternate uh, paths for themselves before the question of college ever seriously arises. So unlike past generations where kids were expected to attend college, get married, and take on the best job they could to support their family, even if this meant punching a clock for 40 years at a potentially mind-numbing job, Gen Z expects our work to be an extension of our identity. So to bring this into perspective, the reason the narcissist story exists is that Gen Zers have been given an incredible life opportunity where our parents have have essentially given us chances to create and pave our own pathways from a very early age. And as a result of that, work becomes just one of the other tens or dozens of components of our life that define our narcissist story. Gen Zers take immense pride in sharing where we work and the purpose behind our daily responsibilities. And uh, beyond this, you know, Gen X has watched their parents go into immense debt sending their millennial children to school, and they don't want to do that to their kids or to themselves. So as a result, 
Gen Z kids are exploring alternate college methods, and it has impacted what we consider the American dream and what Gen Z defines as success in a really, really powerful way. So rather than settling into a flourishing economy with, you know, two-parent households, the uh, traditional job, maybe a couple of kids, Gen Z is hustling and exploring a world that's they're really pioneering. We are pioneering this new way of living, this new future. And I, I just had on a few episodes ago, Christopher Lockhead, who who he has a wonderful newsletter called Category Pirates, and they're exploring this concept of the digital American dream and how how much this mindset, the shift in perspective for Gen Z has changed what it means to live the American dream. So go check that out. Seriously, go look up Category Pirates. It is on Substack. The newsletter is, and it's the best value you ever get, you'll ever, ever, ever get for a newsletter. Um, but anyway, I, I digress. So if you think about this, just to, to wrap this all up, if you're hiring Gen Zers who have a unique brand, have a unique narcissist story from a very early age, if you want to attract that type of talent, if you want to attract those Gen Zers, you're going to need to do some very specific things. Probably the easiest step you could take here is when you're thinking about your career messaging, specifically your job postings, your career website, the sort of language you use in your social posts for careers, all of those uh, messaging methods, you're going to want to flip the card. Instead of saying things on your website like, we've been around 150 years, we have a great benefits package, we, 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 we. Flip the language around to you. So here's an example. You're going to want to choose language that pulls the Gen Zer who has this brand or this Narsa story into your company's story instead of trying to uh, do it the other way around, which is highlight your company and then hope that a Gen Zer finds it and it resonates with them. So instead of saying that we've been around 150 years, say something like, hey, you, if you're someone who gets excited every morning about getting out of bed and creating, I don't know, new possibilities for the future, or you're someone who gets super excited about math and all your friends think you're crazy, or whatever, whatever it is that your company does, put you in front of it and imagine that it's your kid or your grandkid or your niece or nephew who's that person you're targeting, and think about what language would resonate with them. So if you say, if you get excited about crunching numbers all day and working in Excel spreadsheets and your friends think you're crazy, you're exactly who we're looking to hire. You, if, you know, the right person for this position is going to be working on a team with amazing other people who have an incredible technical skill set. There's mentors who've been here for multiple years. And if you're someone who needs guidance at work and you also are just excited about the possibilities of the future, come join us. So notice in that phrasing, I'm just riffing here, but notice in that phrasing, it's much more about, hey, you, 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 I see you. 
then come join us. Instead of us, 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 we, 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 and then maybe you would be a good fit if. That would be one practical step I suggest you take. There are a number of other steps that uh, that that company they're taking right now to better resonate with the Gen Z nurses story. I highly, highly recommend that you, uh, as a as a second step, if you want to take this a step further, just spend some time with some Gen Zers. You know, don't leave it at this podcast. I want to bring this concept to as many. Of, of you out there who are leaders or parents and you're finding it difficult to connect with my generation. But don't just hear it from me. I have reverse mentors who are 15, 16, and 17 because I get, you know, caught up in being this middle ground, this middle, middle woman between Gen Z and, and uh, between Native Digitals and Native Analogs. And so I find myself needing to get more familiar with the way Gen Z thinks all the time. and. And so if you intentionally surround yourself with young people who will help bring a different perspective into your life, you are much more likely to be able to speak to the Gen Z narcissist story. I'll leave you with one final tip if you want to really explore this, this concept. Give yourself an exercise one day and go find five Gen Zer profiles on Instagram, TikTok, or Snapchat. Just go look for them and look in their bios at the links that they have there. You're going to find some have link trees out to cool things they're doing or projects they're working on. You might find that some Gen Zers you come across have decided to basically get rid of all the content that they post. They only keep content on their profiles that have you know, 10,000 likes or a million views. They delete the content that doesn't do well. And you can learn a lot from observing five, just even five profiles, following them, people close to you, and seeing how they interact with their social. It'll tell you a lot about what Gen Z values and, and how we want to be portrayed. Also pay special attention when you're following these five profiles to the color choices they're using in their Instagram stories and, uh, you know, what types of stickers or polls they post on their stories because you'll learn a lot, again, about how Gen Zers want to be portrayed. I hope this is helpful. If you've got questions, I totally, totally get it. You are always welcome to email us at podcast at hannahgwilliams.com you'll, you know, reach out to us at any time. We are more than happy to answer questions. You can sign up for our newsletter where we, we write about topics like this and give you some more in-depth insight on them. All right, I will see you next time. And don't hesitate to reach out if we can help you in any way with a concept like the nurse's story. And in the meantime, good luck, happy connecting, with your Gen Z colleagues, friends, and children. Thanks for listening to the Native Digital, Native Analog Show. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd really appreciate it if you would subscribe, leave a rating and review, and tell your friends. If you're looking to connect and talk more about attracting and retaining Native Digitals, you can reach me at hannahgwilliams.com. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time. Oh,